0: they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter replied, Even if all fall away from you on account of you, I never will. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, this very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, Even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell onto his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples that he found sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation, for the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My Father, If it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. So he left them, and went away once more, and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples, and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners, Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer.
1: Judas, the betrayer, knew this place because Jesus had gone there many times with his disciples. The leading priests and Pharisees had given Judas a battalion of Roman soldiers and temple guards to accompany him. Now, with blazing torches, lanterns, and weapons, they arrived at the olive grove. Jesus fully realized all that was going to happen to him. Stepping forward to meet them, he asked, Whom are you looking for? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. Judas was standing there with them when Jesus identified himself, and as he said, I am he, they all fell backward to the ground. Once more he asked them, Whom are you searching for? And again they replied, Jesus of Nazareth. I told you that I am he, Jesus said, and since I am the one you want, let these others go. He did this to fulfill his own statement, I have not lost a single one of those you gave me.
2: who had a sword, drew it, and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus commanded Peter, Put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? Then the detachment of soldiers with its commanders and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus. They bound him and brought him first to Annas, who was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jewish leaders that it would be good if one man died for the people
3: Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus Because this disciple was known to the high priest He went with Jesus into the high priests courtyard but Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back and spoke to the girl on duty there and brought Peter in. You are not one of his disciples, are you? The girl at the door asked Peter. Peter replied, I am not. It was cold and the servants and officials stood around a fire they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. Meanwhile the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. "'I have spoken openly to the world,' Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby struck him in the face. Is that the way you answer the high priest, he demanded? If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, testify as to what is wrong. But if I spoke the truth, why do you strike me? Then Anas sent him and sent him still bound to Caiaphas, the high priest, As Simon Peter stood warming himself, he was asked, You are not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter cut off, challenged him, Didn't I see you in the olive garden? Again, Peter denied it, and at that moment, a rooster began to crow.
0: Then the Jewish leaders took Jesus from Caiaphas to the palace of the Roman governor. By now it was early morning, and to avoid ceremonial uncleanness, they did not enter the palace because they wanted to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and asked, What charges are you bringing against this man? If he were not a criminal, they replied, we would not have to be handing him over to you. Pilate said, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law but we have no right to execute anyone, they objected. This took place to fulfill what Jesus had said about the kind of death that he was going to die. Pilate then went back inside of the palace and summoned Jesus and asked him, are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it that you have done? Jesus said, "'My kingdom is not of this world. "'If it were, my servants would fight "'to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. "'But now my kingdom is from another place.' "'You are a king then,' said Pilate. "'Jesus answered, "'You say that I am a king. "'In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world "'is to testify to the truth. "'Everyone on the side of truth listens to me.' "'What is truth?' retorted Pilate. With this he went out again to the Jews gathered there, and he said, I find no basis for a charge against him, but it is your custom for me to release you one prisoner at the time of the Passover. Do you want me to release the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not him. Give us Barabbas. Barabbas had taken part in an uprising.
1: Then Pilate had Jesus flogged with a lead-tipped whip. The soldiers made a crown of long, sharp thorns and put it on his head, and they put a royal purple robe on him. Hail, King of the Jews, they mocked, and they hit him with their fists. Pilate went outside again and said to the people, I am going to bring him out to you now, but understand clearly that I find him not guilty. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said, here is the man. When they saw him, the leading priests and temple guards began shouting, crucify, crucify. You crucify him, Pilate said, I find him not guilty. The Jewish leaders replied, by our laws, he ought to die because he called himself the son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was more frightened than ever. He took Jesus back into the headquarters again and asked him, where are you from? But Jesus gave no answer. You won't talk to me, Pilate demanded. Don't you realize that I have the power to release you or to crucify you? Then Jesus said, you would have no power over me at all unless it were given to you from above. So the one who brought me to you has the greater sin. Then Pilate tried to release him, but the Jewish leaders told him, If you release this man, you are not a friend of Caesar. Anyone who declares himself a king is a rebel against Caesar. When they said this, Pilate brought Jesus out to them again. Then Pilate sat down on the judgment seat on the platform that is called the stone pavement.
2: It was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about noon. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews. But they shouted, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priests answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified.
3: So the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went to a place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. Here they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said one to another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened, that the scripture might be fulfilled, which said, they divided my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. So this is what the soldiers did.
0: Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son, and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that scripture could be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of a hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. And with that he bowed his head, and he gave up his spirit.
1: The Jewish leaders didn't want the victims hanging there the next day, which was the Sabbath, and a very special Sabbath at that, because it was the Passover. So they asked Pilate to hasten their deaths by ordering that their legs be broken, then their bodies could be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the two men crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he was dead already, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers, however, pierced his side with a spear, and blood and water flowed out. This report is from an eyewitness giving an accurate account. It is presented so that you also can believe. These things happened in fulfillment of the scriptures that say, not one of his bones will be broken, and they will look on him whom they pierced.
3: like one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed.
0: We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all.